The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised. Hi! <laughs> uh, I mean, what I meant was, hey everybody, uh, this is Dan, welcome to episode 88 of rare form radio with your host and your 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 favorite host dan cleary and his co-host for the month of march mr kyle conkeel what's up dude how are you good man this is my last one and i'm I'm actually i'm not gonna lie i've been really digging our schedule that we've had like yeah. you know fridays or saturdays like 9 30 ish i'm just mm-hmm. like gives me something like oh yeah i'm gonna go hang out with dan but this is my this is my last day with you and i'm, I'm a little upset about it i well uh, there's nothing to say we're not going to do this again okay. like uh I, I think people are liking the um the residency thing that i'm doing yeah and i have no reason to stop there's not a permanent fill-in at the moment um i don't i haven't heard from todd whether he's coming back yet or not so i'm gonna keep doing it so in a matter of months you may hear from me again um but today, you know, this is episode 88, and uh, for maybe not everybody, but a lot of people might know that the number 88 is weirdly synonymous with uh, neo-Nazism. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Okay, so you'll see a lot of that like... That makes sense, though. Do you know I, why? I, I, remember, I remember growing up, um, the, uh, the San Fernando Valley Peckerwoods were very prominent in my mm-hmm. area. And they always had eight balls with 88s on them. Do you know why? No. Okay. So the eighth letter of the alphabet is an H. So 88 is HH, oh, which is Heil Hitler. Heil Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll see a lot of like Nazis and I guess Pecker Woods. And, like, and you'll see a lot of prison tattoos of 88 or patches on jackets. And uh, this is a very, you know, this is a very accepting podcast. We love blacks we love asians we love jews we love gays and um that's it that's the only people we that's the only people we love and uh, <laughs> what about mexicans i'm part mexican mexicans are cool but like are they really lovable <laughs> i love mexicans in fact like i've had this question i've had this conversation before of like if you could be born like the coolest black dude or the coolest mexican dude what would you choose? And I think I would choose the coolest Mexican dude. I don't know, man. Cool black dudes are really fucking cool. Absolutely. And this is like the argument of like, what's cuter? Like, a, a, what's a up, little... young blood? True, but, but, but like a cool Mexican can kind of go between whites and blacks and Mexicans and kind of do the whole thing. I don't know. I just, um, I would go Mexican. But anyway, what I want to say is I don't like that 88 is kind of synonymous with neo-Nazism and racism. So I want to make a, a push to take this back, to take 88 and HH back. And from this day forward, this podcast is going to recognize 88 and HH as Heil Hebrew. And that's what I want to do going forward, if that's cool with everybody. What do you think? Yeah, man. Fucking do it. Heil Hebrew. I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about it. And quickly, I want to... Uh, we have a couple of new patrons this uh, this this week. I want to mm-hmm. welcome Taylor Austin um, to the team, and also there's two ways to pronounce this last name. 
I'm going to gamble Carl Tregali, but it might be Tregale, but I'm going to say Tregali. How would you pronounce T-R-E-G-A-L-E? Tregali. Right? It is. Yeah, it has to Wait, be. Wait, maybe if it was an I, it would be Tregali. Yeah, so I maybe Tregale? Tregali? I'm saying Tregali. All right. Yeah. All right. We're going so, to go with Tregali. Welcome, Taylor and Carl. Thank you guys very much. Um, uh, did a really fun patron only video this week, uh, celebrating St. Patrick's day. I did, um, like a watch along commentary of the classic 1993 smash hit leprechaun. And (laughs) it was a really, really good time. Um, I hadn't seen it since it came out and it does still suck, but it is really, really <laughs> funny. It is a funny movie. Um, and it's actually better than I thought, it, I, than I remember it being in a weird way. Like it wasn't, yeah. it's not great, but it was definitely better than I expected. It's um, better than Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. That might, and it's definitely better than Leprechaun 2. <laughs> I don't remember Leprechaun 2. But it, can't be as bad as, it can't be as bad as Troll 2, which is known as like one of the worst movies of all time. No, and it had nothing. it had nothing to even do with the first Troll movie, and they weren't even trolls. They were fucking goblins. I know. It's such a dumb... I know, dude. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> um, but welcome. Welcome to the new patrons. Uh, if you guys would like to be part of the uh, Patreon family, please go to patreon.com slash rareformradio. Pick a tier that works for you. Um, You'll get director's cuts. You'll get uh, free episodes a month that aren't available to the general public. And every now and then I'll do these movie watch alongs. Uh, I plan to do some like album reviews. People requested that you and I do a separate Patreon episode where we just do like a deep dive on nerdy music based stuff, Mm. which I'd be down with. I mean, maybe three people on the Patreon would enjoy it, but they would enjoy it a lot. (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, i'm down maybe um how's your week what's new with you oh i mean not too much man um uh, we're finally kind of windling down uh our candidates for for a singer and you know hopefully within the next week or so we'll have uh, a better idea of who might be filling those shoes mm-hmm. I've, I've been in the recording studio a lot this week mates is starting to pick up like corona never happened it's been oh. it's been insane LA is going nuts. I mean, I was at mates a little while ago and yeah, it's definitely getting like, Oh, are we just, are we back? I mean, I haven't heard about any gigs, but people seem to be working. So yeah, people are doing something, right? (laughs) It's it's like speakeasy type shit or something. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, I've been doing that and I've been playing some cyberpunk on my PS five. As you can see, I I, I still can't find one, but go ahead. (laughs) And, you know, just trying to relax. I, I ate really well this week because my my whole thing this last year is I've been eating like a pile of dog shit. I might as well be eating a pile of dog poo <laughs> or cat poo. Okay, cat okay. Poo. But I heard, I heard you can get weird bacteria stuff from cat poo, so don't eat cat poo. But not dog poo. Not dog poo. That seems uh that seems there's crazy. Like parasite. There's like parasites that live in cat poo. But don't dogs like notoriously have worms and shit? Uh, I mean, not if you take care of them. Gross. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, um, I watched the, uh, I watched the Zack Snyder justice league and I watched it twice. Whoa. That's, that's eight hours of movie. (laughs) 
It's actually eight hours and four minutes of movie. Jesus Christ. So if you guys don't know, um, Justice League came out in 2017 and it was directed originally by director Joss Whedon. But but Zach, Zach Snyder started it, right? Yeah, Zack Snyder started it and then he had to kind of bail on the project last minute. Okay, so it was picked up by Joss Whedon who, I mean, really fucked it up and made it like just... And we also found out recently that he's a shitty person. Right, right. <laughs> true, that's true. That definitely doesn't help the case, you yeah. know? Um, so what what was the problem with the first Justice League in your opinion? I believe that the char- one of the biggest flaws of the movie was the character arcs. I think that... DC was in such a hurry to try to make the Justice League and try to compete with Marvel. This is just my opinion. Is that before the Justice League movie should have even been a thing, all right, we had Man of Steel, which is a great fucking film. I love that film. I think it's the best Superman film ever made. Whoa, okay. But what we didn't get... What we didn't get is we didn't get a singular Batman movie. We didn't get a singular Cyborg movie. We didn't get a singular Flash movie. And Aquaman didn't come out until after Justice League. Right, right. We had a Wonder Woman. You know, we've had two Wonder Woman movies now. But they rushed this whole thing. Like, it was like Man of Steel, then Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... There's shit that happened in Batman v Superman that it's like it was really like they were going after the comic book fans of like uh, the Dark Knight Returns, Death in the Family. And there is just stories that I feel like I'm never going to get any closure to, especially with the Robin suit that had the Joker writing all over it. It's like, all right, where are we in that? Is that Jason Todd? Is that Damian Wayne? Is that is that Dick Grayson? Whoa, you are deep in this shit. God damn, dude. Now, if it is the Death in the Family version of that, that would be Jason Todd. Uh, the fuck, by the way, that comic book came out in like fucking 1990. If you don't know by now, fucking fuck yourself. Um, so what timeline is it? And if that was Jason Todd, is this another universe where there's no Damian Wayne, where there's no Dick Grayson? Is Nightwing a thing? Because the whole thing was that, like, you know, Dick Grayson became Nightwing. Uh, Jason Todd became the new Robin, and they were kind of like a, a, a trio. And then Barbara Gordon, you know, Commissioner Gordon's daughter, was Batgirl. Like, where the fuck are all these motherfuckers who later became Oracle? Like, this opens up so many questions I have about this timeline. And why the fuck does Joker look like that in Batman v Superman? You mean I all, digre- all tattooed up and everything? You mean all the tats and all that, all that all shit? Right. Don't get me wrong. I think Jared Leto can play a great psychopath. And I tweeted this the other day. But out of any universe of... There have been jokers. Jared Leto is not a good joker. And I still stand by that point, even after seeing Zack Snyder's Justice League. He's not convincing. 
Heath Ledger had me fucking convinced that he was a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Jack Nicholson had me convinced that he was just a maniac. Yep. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I oh, felt that. For fuck's sake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With Jared Leto, like, I'm trying to fuck with a soft dick here. Like, it, like it doesn't matter. He's just slapping it around. Nothing's happening. It just doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And having all of these movies and then having the original Justice League, like, just kind of like, just spitting at character arcs. You don't care about any of these characters. You don't care what happens to them. So you don't really care what happens to Batman. You're like, oh, it's Ben Affleck. Oh, oh. Right. Martha? Which, is, which is something that Marvel has uh, has done well is... Well, first of all, every character pretty much got their own standalone movie, but you do care about them. You care about the people in their worlds. You care about their mm-hmm. husbands, wives, girlfriends, kids, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, DC just kind of like jumped in as if you're supposed to know everything about everybody and just like, here we go, everybody. Like, you guys know, here we go. And that's fine if you want to do fan service films, but at least give the characters their due and don't make them secondary, just nonchalant. Like, oh, here's Aquaman. Oh, here's the Flash. He's really fast. What is his powers? Everyone's powers in the DC universe are so ambiguous. Like, mm-hmm. what can Aquaman do? Oh, he can he can swim real fast under the water. Oh, but he's also really strong. Oh, but he also does this. Like, what is Wonder like what is Wonder Woman's power? Oh, she can just do everything. So she's right. like Superman? Not quite like Superman, but almost there. And then, like, what's the Flash's power? Oh, he could fucking run really fast. Like, no, he either you he either is running really fast or he stops time. Pick one. Pick right. one again. Something that the X Men did so great is every character brought like one thing to the table. Where together mm-hmm. you can do everything, and there was nothing unclear. And if also, if you guys listen real close right now. You can hear all the nerd dicks getting hard and all the pussies drying up like the goddamn desert right now. Listen, <laughs> do you hear it? It's drier than the goddamn Sahara. Drier <laughs> than the fucking Sahara, dude. Um, so let's let's do a quick. I haven't watched the new Justice League yet. I don't. I don't have. I have. To, I have to be really in the space to like sit down and pay attention for four hours. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm currently going through uh, Lord of the Rings at the moment for Fair. the first time. All right. So when you're done, Spoiler free. When when you're done with Lord of the Rings, what I want you to do is I want you to go either. I mean, you're right there. You're right next to Tony's delicatessen. Um, you know, maybe get yourself a big old pastrami with some red skin potato salad, or maybe once you just go down the street, get a nice big large pie, and put on Justice League. I mean, dude, it took me the first time I watched Justice League. I will say this: it took me seven hours to watch it. Because, like, I'm getting up to go pee, I'm going out to go smoke, I'm making food, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's an endeavor. Right, right. A two-hour movie, I can kind of get through in about three hours. That's fine. But I will say... I mean, just because it's a half a work day. Yeah. <laughs> no. Now, this isn't really a spoiler. It's a gripe about, this is my first gripe about my spoiler-free Zack Snyder, Justice League. Okay. It's in fucking 4-3 ratio, dude. Whoa, I heard, I saw someone else get upset about this today. 
someone else uh, on my Instagram story, my buddy Morgan was like, uh, Zach, why the, uh, why this ratio? And it was like, that was the supposed to be the theatrical style of, of the release. It, it was IMAX. I'm like, well, congratulations. You just turned my fucking 50 inch TV into a fucking 25 inch, 25 inch TV. So is four, three, like super thin. No, it's a box. Oh, square. It's square. Yeah. Okay. So it's like you have these black lines down the side. Got you. It was a little distracting. I'm not going to lie. Um, I did appreciate that there was a lot more character arc, although I do believe that Flash, the Flash was not given his credits due. Okay. You know, um, it's a it's long. The first couple hours, like when you get to like hour two, and I mean, you've obviously seen Justice League one, right? Yeah. I don't the, remember it very much, but yes, I did. When you get to hour two and you're like, these motherfuckers haven't even resurrected Superman yet. Mm. Oh, yeah. So you should know that like when these movies started, Superman is dead. And that's kind of the big thing is like what happens now that Superman is dead. You, yeah. you, you know, he's coming back. But like if you said it's two hours in, he's still not around. It's like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. 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 So... I did appreciate some of the, the character arc for Cyborg. I think he's an underutilized character, has been an underutilized character. I mean, considering the DC movie franchise hasn't been very large. It's like there's been a shit ton of Batman movies. There was uh, Red, the Red series with Bruce Willis. Uh, Constantine, obviously, which is based off a of Hellblazer. Loved. And uh, that's really been it. But I really felt like they did themselves an injustice league by ah. not <laughs> ah. <laughs> by not giving these characters movies before. Like let everybody like get emotionally involved and get everybody get sentimentally attached to these characters. Cause it's like you might be going in just as a fairweather fan. Like, bro, I love the flash. He's so fast. I think that's a really cool power. Or you know, I really love Aquaman. He can talk to the fishes, said nobody. But give these people their story arc so when they all come together, it like regardless of how shitty the movie is, it will be so much more impactful as a film. It would be like if Marvel started their whole thing with the Avengers. Yeah. Right? It's like, well, okay. Like I said, like I said a minute ago, you don't know what everyone's deal is. Yeah. And okay. Well, I will. I will be watching it. I will be watching it. Um, All right. It wasn't. Here's here's where my review gets tricky because the original cut of the Justice League was a coat hanger abortion of a film, and the Zack Snyder Justice League is a longer less painful experience. I felt really, it's not that I wasn't satisfied when the film ended. I was just, and I guess that's where films kind of do their job. I was craving more from the story that I was given. Fair, fair. It's not a bad movie. 2017 Justice League is a bad movie. 2021 Zack Snyder Justice League is I'm going to give it in between okay and good. 
All the review. I mean, most of the fan reviews have been pretty, pretty beaming. People seem to be pretty stoked with it. Maybe just because there's not a whole lot. It, it's not too hard to beat the last one. That might be it. Too. <laughs> no, it's you know? really. Um. Okay, I'll be watching it soon, and I'll uh, I'll hit you up when I after Please I see do. it. I'm looking forward to it because uh, I like the superhero shit a lot. Um, I haven't I haven't caught up on the Wandavision and all that kind of shit yet, but I'm going to. I love I will. the Wandavision. I, I actually. I watched the first episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. which is the uh, Marvel's been doing these spin-off TV shows, including WandaVision. WandaVision is the first one. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the second one. And then the next one that comes after this is Loki. Excellent. Cool. So instead of making these movies, I think that's what the original plan was, was to make these kind of movies. Mm-hmm. I actually have preferred them being limited, you know, eight episode series because they're about 40 minutes long per per episode. You can cruise through it. But if you think about it, a movie is typically like they're not going to make a fucking three hour Wanda movie. No, you know, they're not going to make a three hour. So you have more time and there's more plot and development than you can like. I don't know. I, I just I've I've I'm really enjoying how, and I can't wait to see what they do with with Loki and the and the future episodes of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I just I feel like I get more time in that universe, and I've been kind of craving that lately. You know, I've watched all 24, 23, 24 uh, Marvel MCU movies. I've probably done that three times since last year. Dude, you that's a lot. Yeah, you might, you might want to talk to somebody about this. This, <laughs> I'm someone who watches. I can watch. I've also watched Game of Thrones as well during this. Fuck Game of Thrones. Fuck every minute of Game of Thrones. The first four seasons are great. Last don't, four seasons are don't, terrible. Don't give me that fucking bullshit. It's all bad. Like I watched the first two seasons, I think, and I was like, "Who is anybody? I don't know who anyone is." It's hard to keep up. I, yes, every single person in the show looks like they're fucking in band of horses. I don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting for, who I'm supposed to hate. Um, all right, just think of this: anybody that dies is the person you're supposed to be rooting for, except for Joffrey and uh, Ramsey Bolton. I don't. I just don't even start with me. I I I I like you less the more you talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> and I don't want to like you less, but I do want to talk about. I'll flay you and feed you to my hounds. I don't know what that is, but I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Whatever that is, I hate it. <laughs> but what I do love, are you wearing? Is that a rucking fotten shirt? Uh, dude, I have like seriously forty rucking fotten t-shirts, and that's yes, a lot of, that's is. a lot of scratch, dude. Kyle's wearing an Evil Dead. This company is called Rucking Fotten. I have my, four different versions of this t-shirt, by the way. Sorry to interrupt. Continue. So you're one of those, like, you got to have the variants and you have the long sleeve. Dude, dude, this fucking, this Wednesday, I get my fucking Big Trouble Little China and my They Live variants. I got two of each. Wow. There's one thing that I really wanted from them. By the way, Rucking Fotten is a company. They're a Japanese company, I believe, but they're based in the U.S. or they ship from the U.S., no, they're, they, they're, just, they're just movie fans from Toledo, and they make fucking bootlegs. Okay, they, yeah, they make bootlegs, and somehow they're not shut down. And Sean people, and Jeff. People love their shit, and because it's fucking awesome. Um, yeah. But I really want to get, because they're out of stock, is the uh, the Night of the Living, or Return of the Living Dead fucking jogger pants with the so, shit down the legs. So all of, see, all of that stuff, it's all timed. 
You have to like, oh, I signed up for their text I messages know. to let I me know. know when. So, dude, I ordered my Return of the Living Dead. I have four T-shirts coming from Return of the Living Dead. I ordered back on October nineteenth. Yeah, I had I had four all over prints. Yeah, for I had two long sleeves and two short sleeves. I still haven't gotten them yet. Are you friends with these guys? No, but I always post them when I when I'm wearing one of the t-shirts and they always repost and you know honestly like for when i first started like kind of when the bands first started getting popularity i was getting a lot of free t-shirts and a lot of free stuff and uh i actually made a friend with my buddy eric d he only he gave me two t-shirts from uh, meth syndicate and then honestly i kind of started feeling bad i'm like this is what this guy does for a living this isn't mm-hmm. just like a hobby mm-hmm. so uh just ever since then i've never asked any of these t-shirt companies in independent t-shirt companies for stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, I just buy them like granted Jad from Jad W Jad is He gave me a massive care package and a discount code one time. But ever since then, which was over a year and a half ago, anytime I get my shirts from these companies now, I do not ask for a discount. I do not ask for any any shit for free. I get the drops when they come out, yep. and that way I know I'm guaranteed to have them. And it makes me it makes me feel better because I'm like you know I'm, I feel like I'm helping supporting people who you know. That's my are, thing. Like yeah. I, I, if I like free stuff sometimes, but if there's something a company I really love, I would I want to give you my money. I want yeah. to support you. I want you to succeed and I want you to feel valued by me. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, if a uh, rucking fountain wanted to send me a bunch of shit, I would happily take it because oh, I, I, mean, I, same. I recently bought a, uh, one of their, the true romance hoodie. Mm-hmm. And I, my buddy, Johnny I, I need to invite me, you to the Facebook group because there's a lot of shit that you can get that people like, Oh, you know what? This didn't fit how I liked it. Or I oh, decided cool. I didn't want this. It's never been worn. Nice. It's a nice. little bit more expensive than when you get the drops. But okay. I mean, a lot, I mean, I've seriously, I've cool gotten it. Yeah. I gotten a lot of shirts from the Facebook group, just like mm-hmm. stuff that I'd missed. And I'm like, Oh fuck, they got that. That's Hell cool. yeah. I don't care if it's too big. I don't care if it's too small. I'll fucking lose weight and I'll fit into it. You know, like, Fair. You know. um, speaking of looks, do you, uh, notice anything dude you are you know what you're looking a little bit a little bit more handsome today than usual what could your dick out (laughs) if my dick is out uh i would not show it to anybody it is pitiful (laughs) it's disgusting it's small it's it goes four or five different directions like (laughs) if my dick were longer it would be great for like snaking out a clogged sink you know getting all the i don't know what i'm saying (laughs) i'm just (laughs) fucking being stupid but um your, your hair boy, looks very nice. Your boy Danny got some uh, got some highlights today. <laughs> You're looking very like young and just That's weird because I've heard that a few times today and I'll take it. Just fertile. Like you're just you're full of virility right now. I have a small dick but my cum is very strong. <laughs> like I could impregnate everybody listening. I can get you pregnant. Guy or girl, I don't care. I got good sperm. So I've wanted to have blonde hair at some point in my life for my whole life. And mm-hmm. I figure why not wait until I'm in my forties? Yeah. There yeah, you go. Same. There you go. Yeah. I got um, a little shave too, you know, a little bit. Yeah. My yeah. hair, my hair cuts the same, but I got, I got some little, little McGrath action going. And, uh, 
I've always wanted a mohawk and I never did it. And I'm scared to do it now because I feel like my hair is thinning in the front. So if I cut a mohawk now, I I won't be able to grow my hair back. My and hair, I don't know, my I don't hair know how that would look thin, for me. My hair is super thin in the front. Like I got these little power alleys going a little bit that I try to cover up. But I, I got it thinning out. It, but it grows back. You can shave it and it'll grow back. No big deal. All right. All right. No big deal. Um, right. Did you ever see Gleaming the Cube? No. Wait, wait, the movie the, the Cube? No, Gleaming the Cube with Christian Slater as a skateboarder? No. Dude. Okay. Again, I feel like every week I tell you to st- just, you should sign off right now and you should go watch Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies ever. It's Christian Slater, in my opinion, at his peak, but he has these kind of like blonde highlights and he looks cool as fuck. I was He's 80s, just, dude. 80s and he Early was uh, 90s. This was 80 fuck. 87. 80 I remember that year. What year did Gleaming the Cube come out? Gleaming the Cube was released January 13th, 1989. 89. So he's a he's a he's a high schooler and he has a adopted uh brother who is Vietnamese. Does he fuck him? No, no, no. He doesn't fuck him. All right, but, so it's um, not it's not like Pornhub lately. No, but if they ever were to remake it, I would hope that he would fuck his Vietnamese brother. You know, just <laughs> because take a risk for fuck's sake. Make it like LGBT friendly and do the whole thing. But <clears throat> Christian Slater is a super cool skateboarder, has a Mike McGill deck. Tony Hawk's in the movie, Lance Mountain, all these guys are like his, his oh, buddies. Oh, I know what movie you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah I, and I, his brother... If I saw it, it was, it was a long time ago. So in the movie, his brother is killed and Christian has to like... Brian Kelly is his name, has to go find out, you know, who killed his brother and avenge his death. And I watched this movie every single day for two years. So I've seen it, you know, six, seven, 700 times I've seen this movie. Yeah. I was obsessed, but Christian had these, like, this blonde hair in the movie. And since then, so since like 89 or 90, I've wanted to do this. So I figured I may as well do it, you know? So I'm. Fuck it. Midlife crisis. I'm dyeing my hair blonde. Uh, I have a, a new, you know, Ford Bronco ordered on the way, and it's red, which is like the midlife crisis color, you know. Yeah, so is. I'm gonna lean into it. I started Just, doing edibles. I started doing oh. weed in my late 30s. You know, <laughs> fuck it. I'm doing everything backwards. You know what, man? I just say, you know, I never really got into reefer when I was a teenager. I didn't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I started smoking in my in my late twenties, early thirties, and I don't really anymore. I mean, and I dyed my hair for the first time this last year. You know, I got this little fucking Mister Fantastic blonde streak going on. Mm-hmm. Not sure what the fuck to do with it. It was purple. It was fucking green. It was. Now it's just white. I like it. I like the white. Um, white but, is right, is what they say. White is right is, is what the is when it comes to hair. When it comes to hair, HH, <laughs> Heil Hebrew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, dude? What is that? Uh, oh, dude. So I went to the store the other day and like I've been trying to find flavored Topo Chico at grocery stores near my wait, house. Wait, wait, and I wait, you're trying to find what? Flavored Topo Chico. What the fuck is that? Sparkling water, but it's actually good. It's not like this LaCrux shit that everyone fucking drinks. I have a long-standing war with LaCroix and people that like it. And if I ever hear the word Pomplamoose again, I'm going to blow my fucking head off. Fucking Pomple this. Yes. All right. So instead of like 
you know, Lacroix's kind of just tastes like, like, like it's like the fruit striped gum of sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Like Topo Chico actually has a nice flavor and it feels refreshing to me. It could be the all the same shit, but I don't know. It's fucking, it sounds Mexican and it sounds better. Right. Uh, so I haven't been able to find that. So I was like, you know, I need something that's got bubbles in it. And I found this uh, caffeine free, zero sugar squirt. And like, I'm like one of those guys who's just like, you know, <laughs> yeah, squirt's a cool soda, whatever. But this dude, this is refreshing and it's tasty and it's got no calories, no sugar, no added sugar. And it's only got 55 milligrams of sodium. It is. How close is it to regular squirt? You like, you know how diet Dr. Pepper is like the closest thing that tastes like regular Dr. Pepper. I hate Dr. Pepper, but uh, I think like, what about Coke zero compared to Coke? No, this tastes more like squirt than that. than Coke zero tastes like Coke. Now here's the big question. Cause here's, here's my problem. Is that a soda? Yeah, it's a soda. Okay. So I'm drinking monster. Is yeah. Monster a soda? No. Okay. It's an so, energy drink. But what you're drinking is carbonated, has no sugar and no caffeine. What I'm drinking is carbonated and has flavor and has caffeine but no sugar. I, I don't think this is a soda either because I, I, I quit soda on New Year's Day 2018. on a Like Jane's Addiction played uh, – Aspen on New Year's Eve of 2017. Ooh. They did it like three years in a row or something. That's and, tasty. Uh, yeah, we did that a bunch. So um, I was, you know, drinking six, seven uh, cherry Coke zeros a day at that point in my in my those life. Are, those are pretty fucking good, though. Don't uh, yeah, they're, they're so good. I'm, I like Diet Coke, I, dude. Fuck, I can't. I can't go near that, dude. That's so why. I decided, I got, that's why I got the fucking squirt. Okay, that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. So. Yeah, the the first day of 2018, flying home from Aspen on the plane, I had a, uh, I think I had a ginger ale or a Sprite. And on that flight, I'm like, I'm going to see if I can go a month from now and not have a soda. Because I've been drinking soda in excess my entire life. I love soda. And then I I got through the month. I'm like, I'm going to try two months, which became six months. And then once I hit a year, I'm just like, Weird. I think I'm just done drinking soda. It was, I can't believe I quit it, but I, I've convinced myself that monster is not soda. I've Googled it and it says it's not, I don't know how it's not, but I accept it. It's the massive amounts of caffeine and taurine and guarana. And a lot of the ones that I've been drinking have like CoQ10 and you know, it's like the, the ones that I like to drink are kind of more of carbonated pre-workout drinks. And they have like 300 milligrams of caffeine. So like double what that has. Okay. okay. But so I think the massive amounts of caffeine, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're both tasty. They're both tasty little beverages. The massive amounts of caffeine and the taurine, the guarana, that's what makes it the energy drink. Soda, you can have a soda, you know, like a diet caffeine free Coca-Cola, which why the fuck would you want that in the first place? But if you do, whatever, you, you're wrong. <laughs> well, some people uh, like uh, soda before bed. And if you have no caffeine, you can still go to sleep. And yeah. caffeine-free Coke tastes exactly like Coke. Yeah, you can't, you can't. You can't taste the difference. 
But like the one thing I will say, because uh, I stopped drinking soda for for about six or seven months, I did really good. And I remember the first American Coca-Cola in a can that I had, I literally almost threw up. Because it was so th- sugary, was, thick, it was, or just... It was just thick and viscous and... Like like a good load. Yeah. No, yeah. It, was just, it was just like, <laughs> it was too carbonated. It was too everything. It was too sweet. It was too carbonated. It was too thick. I don't know. And I, I didn't like it. And then I was like, all right, well, I want a fucking Coke. So I went and got uh, the Mexican Coke bottles when I came home from, from yep. a tour. Yep. Uh, when I went to, uh, I don't know, I think I was at, uh, what's what's the fucking uh, Los Burritos? Okay. Ah, love me some Los Burritos. Mm-hmm. And uh, got a glass bottle of Coke. And I was like, there it is. Because like when you drink soda in other countries, like, I, like my favorite Coca-Colas come from Europe and South America. Because it's real sugar. It's cane sugar. It's not this fucking over-processed fucking bullshit. See, that's what I like. I'm <laughs> I'm in the super rare group where like everyone's jerking off from Mexican Cokes and I'm like, I don't I don't like that. I don't like the bottle Coke. I like I want to go to Ralph's. I want to get a 12-pack of Coca-Cola made in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> and yeah. that's what I want to drink. You know, how do cherry you feel? Coke. Yeah. How do you feel about All right. So there's a couple fountains that are I call old reliable. For, for beverages. McDonald's Coke is the best soda that there is. McDonald's Coke. All right. So we're in agreement to that. McDonald's yeah. Coke is the best soda okay. there is. You know how like um, junkies, like when, when you, when junkies get together and they talk about like, like the, the, the love of shooting up and how it makes you get the itch. Mm-hmm. When I, when I talk about <laughs> McDonald's Coke, like my fingers start doing like a, Oh, I, I, maybe, right. I could, maybe I could just have one because like, <laughs> on a summer's day, like when 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 you're working for mates, or like after I'm done with a gig, and I'm my I'm sticky, sweaty, I'm miserable, my body hurts, or it's hot in the car or truck. Going through a McDonald's drive-through and getting that icy, a large fucking iced up because McDonald's also is the perfect ice. Yeah, and McDonald's Coke is just perfect, and their straw is super thick. So you can mm-hmm. really get it in there quick. Yeah. <laughs> Just you can really suck those bad boys down. Yeah. So, all right. So we're in agreement. McDonald's has the best fountain Coke. Okay. Yep. I want to say that Del Taco. Del Taco Cherry Coke is my. Yeah. That's my number. Del that's, Taco yes. Cherry Coke. So McDonald's is my number one because it's everywhere in the country. Yeah. But if I'm being honest, my number one real soda is Del Taco Cherry Coke. Why is it so good there? And it's I don't never, it, it's know. not the same anywhere. I guess you could say the same about McDonald's Coca Cola, but it's just like Del Taco Cherry Coke is just like, it's, it's, it's there. Oh, God damn it. I, this might be the falling off the wagon podcast. I'm, I may, I may like wrap this up in the next minute and just run over to Del Taco and just like post it. Just see, so just post made on your phone right now. Dude, you're enabling And then it'll me. deliver in like 30, 40 minutes. So. You're, you're being Dr. Feel Good. You're enabling <laughs> me. You're trying to get me to fall off. So he's the one called Dr. Feel Good. Yes. He's the one when you want to fuck a cherry Coke. Have you watched Vince Neil do that song in like recent times? Yes, yes, I have. I've actually, 
doesn't know any of the words and like because he's so I played out a show of with vince neal in, in 2018 what do you mean like in his, in his we, solo were at, band? we were in a festival we were at a oh, festival oh kansas city like we we're at a racetrack festival what band were you in then? uh bad wolves yeah i'm still best still so bad wolves. i wouldn't be surprised if at that time he went on before you guys but did he go on before you no we were the first band on we okay. that's when we first started touring okay even still mm-hmm. i feel like it was early, okay, though. Listen, I love Motley Crue, but I feel like if I started a band tonight and played a show tomorrow, Vince Neil should open for me. That's how, <laughs> that's how bad his solo music is to me. Like, I don't know. I just, if you're in a band like Motley Crue or any kind of band like that and you start your own thing, here's the deal. Don't expect anyone to really care. I don't know. That sounds shitty, and I want to support all musicians, but like... yeah. Who is loving Vince Neil's solo work? Tell me how it was. Did you watch it? I heard it. I did not watch it. I was packing the trailer. And did you love it? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. 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 Honestly, the people that want to go see Vince Neil, it's like, he, I don't really think he's doing like club shows. You know, he's playing festivals, maybe yeah. some clubs here and there. They just want to hear him play Motley Crue. That's it. That's it. Like, Sebastian Bach, you start a new band. That's what people want to hear. Youth Gone Fucking, Wild and 18 in life. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you just have to accept that that's the way it is. Yeah. And again, I love Motley Crue. I've seen them play a bunch. I, I love it. When they do the reunion, I will be there and I'll be loving it. I love Nikki Six. I think he's a brilliant songwriter. Like he's, people don't know this, but like he wrote all the songs. Yeah. Words, words, music, everything. He's a, he's a genius. Yeah, but like, man, Vince, Vince, Vince has some work to do before they do this reunion. That's a good one. That was nice. Yeah, that's that diet. That's that diet. Fucking squirt had some bass to it. Yeah. Um, we were chatting about horror movies. Did you do you know who uh, Ronald DeFeo is? Ring a bell. Mm-mm. Have you seen the Amityville Horror? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Ronald DeFeo. Is the real life guy who? Oh, I, there's some news about him recently. He died, so he's he's the one that the Amityville Horror is based on. So when he was, uh, oh, was he? I think he was 25. No, I don't know what he was, but he got he murdered his mom, his dad, his two brothers, and his two sisters, like little brother, little sister. Mur- murdered them in their house shot them all in their bed. They were all face down. I don't know how people didn't wake up, but like they were all face down in different rooms. Two of them were awake, I guess. And then the next day he reported to the police and there was a little investigation and he eventually admitted it and tried to plead insanity and said that, you know, he killed them in self-defense because he heard his family whispering about him and heard their voices throughout the house. And that's what inspired the movie, uh, Amityville Horror, but he did, he died. And uh, what a wild story. <sighs> That's nuts, dude. Yeah. When's the last time you saw that movie? It's, it's a it's, great it's, horror it's, movie. It's been a minute. Oh, if you, like, it has some cheesy effects, but it's still an effective, scary movie. And um, James Brolin plays the main guy, and he's yeah, terrifying, yeah, terrifying yeah. in it. Super yeah. terrifying. Um, of course, we know James Brolin from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. Remember when he, when he played Pee-wee? In the, in yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Paging Mr. Mr. Herman. Herman. <laughs> yeah. You have a telephone call at the front desk. All um, right. <clears throat> so before before we get before we get too much further, yeah. 
because I've kind of made this a thing on here. Oh yeah. 88, right? Yeah. 88. So this is my not list for the year 88 film edition. This is what was popping in to the Cineplex on a hot summer day. You're getting icy. You're getting some popcorn, maybe a couple butterfingers, maybe a hand job. If you play your cards, right? If yeah, maybe you're getting a hand job in the popcorn and then you jizz and then she still eats the popcorn. That's when, you know, you got to keep her quick, funny story. Quick, funny it. story, because my hair, my, my friend Stacy uh, did, uh, did my coloring today. Mm-hmm. And Stacy and my other friend Alex, another girl, we had this Monday morning movie club before COVID, where mm-hmm. like almost every Monday we'd go to the movies. And oh, that's uh, there was a Monday in, uh, we did it for years and years and years. It was great. And uh, there was one Monday in April where I brought like a Ziploc bag full of uh, Cadbury mini eggs, the delicious mm-hmm. mini eggs. And I had them in my lap, and so fucking good, so fucking good. Give so, me those cream eggs. Just slap that cream all no, over no, my face. No, no, I don't like the cream eggs. Just the mini eggs. Okay. So Stacy reaches in the bag to get uh, some mini eggs, and she goes all the way to the bottom and grabs my balls. <laughs> and like her husband is my best friend, and I we grew up together, went to high school together. You yeah, know, yeah. it was just a funny, funny little story about movies and uh, my hair and my balls. So and you were saying balls. Yeah. hair balls? Yeah. All right. So this is this is what Dan Clary would have been gra- getting his balls grabbed mm. to in the year 1988 with fucking Stacy and her hot mom. <laughs> All right. In no particular order, coming to America. Oh, man, I just watched part two. I have not seen part two yet. That's on my list. I need Pleasantly I need surprised. A, oh, good. Great. Yeah, pleasantly surprised. Yep. Die Hard. The original. The original. Kopec. Christmas movie. Yeah. Christmas movie. Christmas movie. Yep. Nakatomi Plaza, motherfucker. Yep. yep. Rain Man. Beautiful. Beautiful movie. One of my favorites, Beetlejuice. Oh, man. The ghost with the most. Yeah. That's really good. That's classic. I, th- I think I... No, I did not see that one in the theater. I saw it when it premiered on HBO. Okay. I don't remember that. Yep. Willow. Weird movie, but I liked it when I was a kid. I wonder if it still holds up. They Live. Great. Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. Cocktail. Great. Tom Cruise. Twins. Oh, awesome. I did not know that that was an 80s movie, by the way. I thought that was a mid-90s movie. This surprised me. I would know it was 80s. I wouldn't know 88, but it makes sense. I would have thought 89, maybe 90. Was that Arnold's first comedy? I think so, yeah. Okay. All right. And the one movie I watched probably more than anything in the world when I was a kid, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Wow. That was that long ago. Mm-hmm. 33 years ago. Yeah. All right. We got what else we got on here? Fish called Wanda. Big. Oh. The naked gun from the file from the uh the files of the police, police squad. squad. Yeah. Yeah. Young Guns. Love that movie. I went through a little uh Young Guns part one and two earlier this year to rewatch. Great movies. Blood Sport. Fantastic. Jean-Claude. Child's play, the original. Love it. What else we got here? The Last Temptation of Christ. Do you are you a child's play fan? See, when I was growing up, I had this debilitating fear of dolls, especially if their eyes blinked. Oh yeah. Like dude. when I was like eight years old, like I went to my buddy's house and his brothers were watching demonic toys. And I loved were, that movie. Yes. Yeah. 
although it's a little on the B the B horror side. A little. It, <laughs> I mean, dude, it's I haven't watched that movie since. It fucked me up, dog. Puppet Master. It, they it just it fucked me up so bad that dolls in general. I can't, I, I can't. I can't. Here's how much I love horror movies. I can tell you the spell where the serial killer puts his body into the doll. He says, Ade Dewey Dembala, give me the power I beg of you. That's a terrible, that's terrible writing. Well, I mean, yeah, but my, but my acting was pretty good, right? No, your acting was superb. I'm, I'm an just actor. saying okay. that, 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 that that writing is terrible. At least in Army of Darkness, it sounded a little bit more convincing. Fair. Yeah. All right. What else we got? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up here in a second with this list. We got the Great Outdoors. Oh, John Candy. Rest in peace. Earth Girls are easy. Never saw it. Really? Never saw it. The Blob. Great. Rambo three. That's when it, that that was. I remember that movie was in uh, written up in Fangoria because of how gory it was. And I believe there's like 182 movie, deaths or 112 like that. deaths. And yeah. That movie had a massive struggle with the MPAA as far as like not getting an X rating because mm-hmm. of how violent it was. Oh, this one, this heartbreaker from my childhood, the land before time. I don't think I saw that one either. Is that a, is that a, that's an animated Dino- movie, right? That's a dinosaur. Oh yes, movie. I did. I did. I don't, I don't yeah. remember it, but I did see it. Okay. Three horns don't play with long neck. Scrooged. One of my favorites. Killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> that's a fun one. And I think that's, yeah, that's, that's the last, that's the last notable one. <clears throat> Thank you for your service. 1988. This has been a fun uh, part of this uh, co-hosting with you. It's just a little trip down movie memory lane. I like that. Well, thank you. Thank um, you. <clears throat> I want to, uh, for the last couple of weeks, people have been submitting a couple of questions and I keep forgetting to do them. So do I want the f- listener questions. Yeah. Listener questions. And I want to finish this episode by getting to at least a couple of those. Um, <clears throat> this one's for you. This comes in oh. from my friend, uh, my friend, Ren. Ren. Oh, oh is that, is that, is that, that's, that's the female, right? She's a female. Do you know her? No, I don't. But I think she, I think I followed her on, on Twitter. Oh yeah, she's she's great. She's fucking she's awesome. Oh, she's, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to call I'm not supposed to call the ladies female. I'm sorry. The uh the whamons. She's a whamon. She's a strong, independent whamon. Cis, cis woman. Okay. 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 Ren, I enjoy she, your name. She says, uh, Ren, you got that was for you. Um, I want you to ask Kyle to talk about Darren and if he's an asshole in real life from CKY. <laughs> Mr. Darren Miller. Darren Miller is not an asshole. Darren Miller is one of the weirdest motherfuckers I've ever met in my weird, entire life. Weird in what way? Like he doesn't have a cell phone still to this day. Like That's weird. He he never hopped on board the social media stuff. I think like his management and his wife, Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp. Is uh, the main the main girl? Yeah, the no shit. That's his wife. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, she's a sweetheart too. Okay. And they have, they have th- three three just gorgeous children. Makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> um, Darren is just he is very. I don't know if the word eccentric actually like 
does him service. Does, does him justice. Okay. You know what I mean? He's just very particular. And I mean, he's not an asshole in any way, shape, or he's never been an asshole to me, but he can be very all over the place. Like okay. I said, he's a he's a super eccentric dude. Like he's a really talented songwriter. Um, you know, and he I've never had like me and him never ha- had any bad blood whatsoever. We we're actually talking about doing a Wold Under Blood 2 record. So oh nice. Yeah, maybe maybe sometime in the near future we can work on some some wub. Beautiful. Too. Beautiful. Um but I mean, yeah, he's just eccentric and he loves music. He loves music more than anything and movies and he's just got this massive like he's got just like an entire room of just records, tapes, like all original pressings. Like he's just a big music fan. Mm-hmm. And it like well, he's in the right business. Yeah. But it's yeah. just like he's like one of those music fans that like you could tell the sparkle never left his eye. Like Tarantino like he, with movies in a way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. With okay. with with a lot less um foot fetish. Oh, fair. <laughs> By the way, I, I I don't know if it's been discussed a lot, but like I'm waiting for the day that Tarantino gets canceled because like I could have sworn there was talk of him allegedly like liking really young girls. And I, I think saw that him. might I think that might have been part of the Pizzagate stuff. I don't know. Oh, I mean, I, I was in the there's a place in Hollywood, uh West Hollywood called Jones. It's like a Italian restaurant. Yeah. And I saw Tarantino come out of there once with someone I thought was like his fucking niece or something, and they were holding hands. Now, not to say I'm not saying she was underage, but for a 50 whatever year old dude, she was incredibly young. Not illegal. I don't even find it creepy, but like I'm just there's been talk of him it, like it could have been, it could have been his niece. I mean, I wouldn't hold hands with my nieces though. I, I think there were kisses, but I'm not sure. And it wasn't like a this way, don't get run over. Like she was old enough where you wouldn't hold someone's hand in your family. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah. That's yeah, not yeah. like you're, it wasn't being protective. It was loving. Yeah. So like so. above like, you know, eight, nine, that's right. when the hand holding kind of stops there. Correct. Like once, once you know to look both ways in the road, you don't really need to hold someone's hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Weird. <laughs> yep. So this comes in, uh, it's a Patreon question from our buddy, Matt Slayholm. He sent this in last month when we had uh, whoa weird. Well, you you just froze, and that was so, so weird. Okay, are we back now? Are you back? We're back. All We're right, back. cool. I fucking hate Zoom. I hate this. I can't wait for, for this to be over. I hate it. Um, <clears throat> this comes in from Matt Slatehome. He asked this question last month when I had my other co-host Helen on, who is a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. at Funny Helen Hong. Give her a follow, and we were talking about. Uh, like writers when you're on tour, you know, mm-hmm. stuff, stuff that you get oh, in your dressing yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to replace the name Helen with the name Kyle, which is your name. Okay. Yes. Can you follow along? Yeah. I got e- you. Even though you're just a dumb bass player like the rest of us. Ah, uh, I, think I got it. <laughs> Stay okay. with me. Okay. <clears throat> in the first show with Kyle, um, you briefly mentioned writers as she you um was saying all she you needed was a coke and a mic um you mentioned that she 
<laughs> okay, I'm going to start over. <laughs> In the first show with Kyle, you briefly mentioned Riders as he was saying all he needed was a Coke and a mic. Uh, you mentioned that she that we should see some of the Riders bands you've worked for have had. Would love to hear more about that. Plus any of other, any other tour stories, uh, weird characters that we've met along the way. Um, what, I don't know why, mm-hmm. but us as a band, I don't know if, if it's like we all feel like we're just on the spot, but we can't come up with a fucking decent writer. Does it change every gig or something or what happens? No, it's just like, why, why, why do we get this and not this? Like, and then when you think about it and then it goes away and then you don't remember and then you don't change it. Uh, and it's just like this ever evolving shitty writer. Now, not to say there isn't good stuff on there because there's some pretty good stuff on there. Like double stuff. Oreo. Fuck. Yes. Yes. Okay. You no know, Coca-Cola's we call them red labels. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you know, we, we have, you know, beers or, you know, the seltzer beers or what have you, um, you know, sometimes a bottle of tequila for doc, sometimes a bottle of whiskey for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, random, random shit like fucking cliff bars and, you know, deli trays and cheeses and mayo. And it's just, I feel like our writer is like super boring. Right. Yeah. I, I, um, if anyone is is somewhat unclear a writer is your list of the food and the stuff that you want in the dressing room that makes you comfortable and puts you in a good mood to play or you can eat before you go or there's there's mint or gum or a certain amount of Uh, towels uh, and water say cum yes a a side of cum for everyone to take it minty cum um so and also, mind. it's basically a way for you to do your grocery shopping for the tour bus because all yeah. the stuff that you don't use before the show, someone lugs it out to the bus and puts it in the in the fridge and in the drawers and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bands I've worked for, it seems like you know booze is always there for somebody. But yeah. working for Jane's Addiction, they were a band who like. They're they don't booze right. up, do they? Don't booze up, do they? Like I think, what is that? Like Dave Navarro drink like a, like some red wine every now and again. No, no, he's 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 sober guy. He, he hasn't drank in a long time. He's he doesn't do anything. Oh. Um but he, uh, but you know, Perry has some drinks, but he's like sponsored by a tequila company or something. Oh, so but he they, probably just gets fucking cases before a tour. Yeah, we just, we bring them with us. Um, yeah, but like these guys have like kashi cereal and almond milk and. uh really healthy things and because like these guys don't want to load up on food before they hit the stage they all have like a piece of bread with peanut butter on it so you get some protein you get some something in your stomach before you go on stage and then you eat when you're done yeah but um other riders i mean i don't like oh sorry i don't like to eat like three four hours before i go on stage no like it's just like your acid reflux is a thing or cramping like what I, what like on a typical day when i'm on tour um i like to get up I, 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 we've gotten kashi before and almond milk mm-hmm. you have some some kashi goline crunch <laughs> you'll have some some of that maybe some blueberries or banana fucking suck down a monster and then for lunch i typically like to do something super light you know, because we lunch, I, I lunch around like, you know, two, like right. one or two. I'll do like a plate of like arugula and tuna. Okay. That's healthy. And 
maybe if there's like so like little breads, I'll have like a piece of bread just to hold me over. And then I would go play the show <clears throat> and we would get off stage right before catering closed. So I still had time to go eat. So then I would get the massive amounts of protein, the scoop of fucking mashed potatoes. And I was like, this actually kind of works for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even though it's like reversed, like I should be carb loading earlier in the day, mm-hmm. but I just did 45 minutes of cardio. Right. So I got a, I got a carb load now. You got to re, you got to refuel. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've only really worked for two kind of big bands and, um, the Marilyn Manson rider was pretty, was relatively simple for most of the band. And I remember back in, back in the day, Manson's personal one was, was sort of funny. Like he would have, uh, he would put a list of DVDs on the rider or he, they'd send the PA out, um, or the runner, they send the runner out every gig to buy this stack of DVDs and every night he would just leave them in the dressing room. And then like the next gig, he would send the runner out again to buy them again. And like, why, why didn't someone just take the pile of DVDs and hide it from him? If I remember right, he didn't want that to happen. Like he made a point of it. I think to like leave them behind. And I don't, I, <clears throat> I challenge anyone to tell me what the point of that is. I have no idea. Maybe but. he just loves cracking open a fresh DVD. That's like his thing. Maybe <laughs> that could be it. You know, it's like, um, it's the rush. Like when I know smokers love like taking that top thing off the wrapper of the cigarettes, you know, or it's the ritual of it. He likes the ritual of, of opening movies. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just weird. Like he's such a nice dude. <laughs> it's crazy that he would do that. Um, okay. <laughs> One more question. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, this comes in from Jesse Thermos. What a name. I love it. Um, that really made me want um, like tomato soup. Oh, why? Or like some chicken noodle soup. You said thermos, dude. And for some oh. reason, it reminds me of being a little kid soup sucking soup out of a fucking thermos. Remember that? Like you, you go to school, like your mom would pack your lunch at 7 a.m. And when you eat lunch at like noon, the soup is still like piping hot. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess that's that's kind of the that's, how, I that's mean, how thermos works. That's kind of the yeah. point of it. Yeah, grilled cheese, tomato soup. Ah, uh, yeah, it's a good combo. Um, Jesse Thermos says, um, "How do you and Kyle feel about being out in public after being vaccinated? I get my second shot in a few weeks, and I have to say, it still freaks me out." Um, all right. First of all, we forgot to cover this. I had no side effects. After my second Pfizer shot, blown away. Blown I mean, away. I did. I you know what? Coincidentally, I did sleep twelve hours that that night. But <laughs> I call that coinc- a win. That's not coincidentally. Well, I'm just saying. I still okay. slept twelve hours. That helps. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like overly fatigued. I was just like, you know what? Uh, it's nine o'clock. I think I'm gonna go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I woke up at fucking eight forty-eight the next morning. Okay. And I felt refreshed. Mm-hmm. Raging mega huge boner. It oh, was great. Let's talk more about that for a minute. <laughs> let, me, let me walk walk me through this boner inch by inch. <laughs> It'd be a very short conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's about two inches long. It's a quick story. Um, um, by the way, so, they, they say that like the more adverse your reaction to the second shot, the better your immune system is. So... If it's not a competition, but if it were a competition between immune systems, I definitely beat you because I had some major symptoms. Yeah. So 
Uh, I mean, my I mean, I do have a shitty immune system. That's one of the reasons. That's that's the, one of the one of the reasons why I wanted to get the uh huh the shot. Well, now we know. Um, you're weak. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. You <laughs> you're, know? you're a weak piece of shit with a two inch stick. I got, stick. I got I mean, a lot of shit going on in here. My <laughs> yeah. body's trying to fight off everything at once. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I get it. Um, it's after I got my first shot, I felt a wave of euphoria. Yeah, I was in a great mood. I was like, yo, motherfucker, COVID can't get me, you yeah. son of a bitch. Well, I could still get it, but at least I won't die now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's emotional. It was weirdly emotional. Yeah. It was like, man, this year has kicked our fucking asses. It, it, like our year of our lives has been stolen from us, and I won. Like, yeah. it's not going to get me. Fuck you. I, I, I yeah. kind of get I get what you're saying. So... And then after the second shot, it wasn't as euphoric, but I was like, you know what? I, I got the Pfizer shot. You know, I'm 95% protected against the vid. I have a 99.99999% chance of dying. Which, of not dying. Of, of not dying. Of not dying. Of otherwise, not dying. if that were the case, don't take the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> um of 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 surviving if i did get covid but now i have a 95 percent chance of not even contracting covid and if i do it'll be very subtle symptoms or i'd be completely asymptomatic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i i do feel kind of I'm, I'm trying not to get too cocky because you know there's no evidence saying that i can't spread it still right Right. So I'm trying not to be too cocky and I, I, I still do my duties. I do everything the exact same way I did before. Um, but say if I'm with someone else who's been vaccinated, uh, I feel more comfortable being in a confined space. Yeah. Being in a living room with somebody like, like giving somebody a hug. Yeah. You know, maybe a reach around thumb in the butt, you know, hell yes, hell yes, hell yes, hell yes. Preach on brother. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, today, uh, a similar thing of what you're, what you're saying right this second. Today, I went to my friend Stacy's house to get my, get my hair did in her backyard. And um, it was the first time I went in someone else's house. Like, she cut my hair outside, but we had to wash inside. <clears throat> but to be inside with them, they're vaccinated. I'm three weeks into my vaccination, so I'm, I'm fully done with everything. Yeah. And inside, with like, still distance, but like, mask off. And it was like, whoa, this feels this feels amazing yeah and my my buddy lance um gave me a ride home and is the first time i've been in a car with anyone besides my wife in a year and he's vaccinated but we still like on the ride home um windows down masks on just just because yeah yeah. like to be in a car with another person was like this is i can't believe it's been so long and he he told me a story about like he uh he went in an elevator like a few days ago for the first time in a year. And I was like, dude, go back five years. And what if I told you that someday you're going to tell me a story about you being in an elevator and that's the whole story. Like how weird is that? That those are the kind of things that we're telling people. Like it's so weird to like, there's definitely going to be like, you know, the, the, uh, the pre COVID and after COVID. And, but I, I really hope that people take what they've learned from from this happening and kind of continue doing so like like even though i've been vaccinated if i choose to which i probably will 
if I'm in a large group of people, I'm probably going to still wear a mask. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see to see how many people do it. I, I think I've already decided, like, <clears throat> if I get a cold in the next, you know, if I get a cold in six months or a year from now, I'm going to wear a mask when I get a cold. I think that that yeah. part of Asian culture, which used to be like, wow, that's so strange. And now I realize, oh, you're just being polite, like, polite to fellow humans. It's a beautiful thing to do. And I want to do that going forward. I want to like do my part when I'm sick to not be yeah. sick. The My favorite argument that the COVIDiots have about about all the COVID and how masks don't work and shit. They're like, what happened to the flu? The flu doesn't exist anymore. I'm like, you do realize that most, for the most part, people are washing their hands and wearing masks. Yeah, right. That's why that's there why the flu. flu has gone down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, but very clear. Honestly, honestly, this, I'm going to be super careful this winter though, man, because we haven't really had that much flu going on. Like, right. I'm going to be masking up this winter. I don't give a fuck because this, I have a feeling this next flu season is going to be nasty. Probably because we're not, we're not exposed to as much right now. And yeah. so we're like, kind of like, I, I don't know. Science, by the way, we're not, we're not doctors. We're not scientists. I don't These know how this personal works. opinions, right? These are personal opinions. But part of me wonders like if we're going to kind of go back into next winter, almost like infants again, you know, how, how like babies and kids get sick all the time because they haven't gotten shit yet. And that's how yeah. you that's how you build immunity. So yeah, you might be right. It's probably not a bad idea to mask up. So if you guys are listening, which obviously if you hear this, you are, please find a way to get your vaccine. It's getting easier and easier um, in LA. Go to Dodger Stadium if you're in LA. Well, here's the what? thing: like people in LA, some people have this idea that it's impossible to get a to get a um, uh, an appointment. But right, if you call at eight a.m., you can have your vaccine done at nine a.m. Right now. There's plenty yeah. of there's plenty of shots um, nationwide. Like just look into it. Um, don't feel defeated. There's more and more shots available every day. Do your part, please. Uh, do your part. We want everyone to be healthy and uh, safe and get back to life as soon as possible. You know, Kyle wants to come play music for you. I want to come tune guitars for people that play music for you. And uh, we all deserve it after the year we've had. No matter what yeah. your beliefs are. We all deserve to live and move on. And so, go to fucking concerts and buy a fucking overpriced beer and overpriced drink. Yes. Also, the one thing the one thing I don't think I'm ever going to do again mm -hmm. is unless you're a close friend, I don't think I'm going to shake hands anymore. I, I There's been people like Howard Stern has been saying for 20 years, like, why do we do this? Like, why do the grossest things on our bodies is probably our hands. Like, we use it to open every door and keyboards and steering wheels and buttons and everything like in your penis your penis and like when you're fisting your own fucking asshole four hours yeah. a day and then you go like put your hands on you your wipe mom. your ass with these things so what i do i always wipe the shit off my ass with my fingers and then i take the toilet paper and like clean it off of my fingers yeah same. i know it's not how you're supposed to do it, but like that's my version of it that's how <laughs> i like to do it and that's how i do it but yeah, hands um, are fucking disgusting dude I'm all about the fist bump. I've liked the elbow. I've Dude, liked the, the elbow, foot. the I'm chicken wing. Yeah, I'm into it. It's like the I'm fist bump. It. That's still a little bit like, yeah, that's but like still a little bit too. You don't ever wipe your face like this. You don't put food in your mouth. That's true. Your knuckles. So like, that's it's, true. The back of your hands is a different story. Like, it, yeah, but it's like your dick good. beaters. 
Right, you dick beaters. You real, don't want really. you put those in your mouth. And I'm, I'm, I used to be a nail biter. I still know. am, and I smoke, and I yeah. fucking, you know, it's gross. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder if that's going to kind of start working its way out of society a little bit. I wouldn't mind it, like, dude, a fist bump, like a handshake or a hug or, a, you know, whatever. How about just a nod or a wave or a, hey, what's up? <laughs> nice to yeah. meet you. You know. Yeah. But hugging, I mean, we have to hug. Like the people that yeah. you love, people close to, to you, friends. Yes. I don't remember Dude, the last time. Can we hug now? Can you and I hug yet? You had your last shot when? This week? Monday. You got to wait another week or so. Yeah, well, yeah I'll, I'll say to two weeks just to but be I, safe. I imagine next time I see you, we can probably yeah. hug it out. We can probably kiss too if you want. Kyle, don't tease me. <laughs> I will suck your fucking tongue out of your mouth. It will detach and I will swallow it like an eel. Do you know what? Do you know what one of my most favorite? So there's two favorite things I like to say in a crowded room, and that just makes I, it real awkward. I have a gun. Is a great one. No. <laughs> oh, okay. No, not that one. So one of my favorite things to say in a crowded room, especially a bar when I'm drunk, is whose dick do I gotta suck to get a blowjob around here? That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> and the other one is the other one is. Uh, be like oh yeah just, they'll, be like, they'll be like oh you see that dude over there be like yeah i'll suck his fucking dick clean off his body make him look like a ken doll that's really good <laughs> also good i remember when i was uh when i was in uh high school i used to i used to hang out with like skinhead dudes but not racist ones like ones that were just into like oi music you know and like yeah top, yeah, yeah dropkick murphy's fans like you know yeah. there, there was things in boston's called the sharps yeah and they were uh it's skinheads against racial prejudice so yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they would go and like fuck up the racist dudes. So like, I was friends with a couple like oi skinhead guys, and I watched this guy Ryan and Johnny get into a fight with a tow truck driver, and this dude Ryan right before the fight happened, this tow truck guy had a really bad attitude. It was in a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot, of course, mm-hmm. and a tow truck driver was this guy we kind of knew, but he was a total scumbag piece of shit. Started running his mouth. And the guy, Ryan, said, you know, dude, you're about to fight me, and you better hope that you win, because if you don't, I'm going to knock you out, roll you over, and fuck you in your ass. I promise you. In front of in front of everyone here, I'm going to fuck you in your ass. And uh, <laughs> the dude didn't win. Um, he didn't get his ass fucked, but it was a really good way to, like, make someone worried. Like, you know, if you, if you don't win, I'm going to fuck you. This guy's going to fuck my ass. Yeah. Just, uh, it, this, this man is going to rape me. That's incentive to throw the fight, if you ask me. Get that dick really- in my butt. <laughs> but, ah, I'm out. I'm out. And as I'm falling, I just pull my pants down and pop my butt up in the air. You know, make it easier. <laughs> Put it in, baby. Um, and on that note, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, please do us a favor. Um, subscribe and like this video because that's what helps grow this show and get some more viewers and helps me, helps us, helps everybody. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, please take a moment and go give a five-star rating. Leave a review, because again, it helps build the show. I appreciate every one of you. Um, Kyle, you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram, at KS Conkeel, and follow his band at Bad Wolves Official. Um, is it Bad Wolves Official everywhere? Uh, yeah, I think it's Bad Wolves. If, I mean, Instagram. Uh, the Doc takes care of the Twitter. I think it might just be Bad Wolves on 
on a, on Twitter. I don't know. It's we really need to, we need really to be cohesive. Just yeah, look at bad it's boys. It's findable. Look, look up your boys. Um, they have new music coming. Uh, I've gotten a lot of messages this month. People have really enjoyed having you on here. We've had a couple of votes of people saying like Kyle should be the permanent guy. Wow, so, that yeah. you know what that makes yeah. me feel really good. I will. I've I've had a really great month with uh with doing the 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 co hosting. It's been super fun. I've been looking forward to them every single week. And every single time we do this, it's just, it's always, it's always a blast. So anytime you need uh you need all conky in your corner, you just give me a call. Likewise. I love to do your show again too. It's a lot of fun. Uh, this has been very easy, easy guy to talk to. Always good to catch up. Um, four weeks has flown by. It has. And uh, Kyle, I thank you very much for your time. Thank and you. And everybody else, um, again, thank you very much for supporting the show. I'm happy you guys enjoyed the Leprechaun. There'll be more Patreon stuff happening um, at the moment. That's the best way to support the show. If you want to do that, or like I said, just follow along, give the likes, give the ratings and reviews, and it helps us big time. And there will be a butthole tier soon. Oh yes, there will. <laughs> yes, there will. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, everybody. And you. Uh, please remember that tomorrow is just the future's yesterday. We'll be back next week. And Boy, do I have uh, a guest for you in the month of April. Holy shit. The co-host is going to be good, but man, do I have a fucking guest. I'm going to tell you when we're done, Kyle, off the air. I think I already know and I'm jealous. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. cool. All right, cool. Um, oh, it's not It's not him. Okay. He's coming on in a few months. Okay. But, okay. And everybody else, uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. I love you and goodbye. This is Lola, and I'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to Rare Form Radio.